Have you ever wanted to change? Have you ever wanted to change a limiting belief or a fact about yourself or even create change in your life and the results that you're getting? Well, this week I explain the three requisites to making change and I also share a pretty powerful story with you all about how I have completely changed a belief that I used to have that held me back in my life. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever, and a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Have you ever made a decision about yourself? Have you ever believed something about yourself, perhaps that you weren't even aware of, and it's completely limited your capacity or ability to do things in different areas? Well, On a personal level, something really interesting has been unlocked for me in the last week or two. And what it is, is the only way I can describe it is there has been a block in the way that I have been able to think and process. And I've been aware that there's been a blind spot. I've been aware that there's been a level or depth of intelligence within me that I haven't been able to access. And that's been a really interesting observation. It's been a really interesting feeling. And recently I did some work looking at all of the different areas of my life and all of the different levels and areas of intelligence that we have in our lives as well. And one of the areas of intelligence that we have is our mathematical, our ability to comprehend logic and also mathematical equations. And I probably would have rated myself like a one or a two out of 10 in that area. And so being the person that is focused on personal growth and personal development, I thought, well, that's probably an area where I have a fair bit of resistance and I want to start to improve. And I reflected upon what maths and mathematics was for me in the schooling system, which was really you know, the, the experience that I had with it. And it was really interesting because I went to quite a privileged all girls school and everyone was, everyone else seemed to be getting kind of 99%, 100% on all of their maths test. And because I was getting 80%, I made a, I had a belief that I wasn't good at maths. And so rather than continue on with the traditional maths, I went on to do business maths in year 11 and found that I got like A pluses in business maths because it was obviously all relevant and meaningful and applicable, etc. And then long story short, but I ended up uh, leaving home quicker than I expected. And so I finished year 12 over in Melbourne and I did a adult education program through RMIT University to complete my schooling studies whilst I worked full time in Melbourne as well. And I uh, was completely unprepared for the difference in the math system. They didn't offer business maths in Melbourne. So I had to go in to traditional maths, which I hadn't been studying for about a year and straight away got C's and D's. And so I formed a limiting belief. I'm not good at maths. And that has been with me ever since, you know, 15, 20 years later. And, um, and so I've just started uh, simple, simple maths equations and I've started simply noticing learning in my own self-paced environment is just so different. Obviously I'm older, but 
the lessons that I have found are so profound because first of all, I can go at my own pace. Second of all, there's no one else around me answering the questions faster than me. And I realized I I did some reflection in the classroom in a school environment when the teacher would ask questions to the class, there would always be people who were quicker at processing the maths answers than me. They would put their hand up, they would give the right answer. And so I never really had the opportunity to realize or recognize if I could figure it out. And there was always this time pressure, but it's been such a beautiful journey of actually just noticing that I can come up with the answers and take my time and that my mind can think in those ways. And it's been I have to say, like a little bit enlightening. I never thought that I would be talking about this on a podcast about my love for maths. And I know that it's only at a very basic stage, but I've actually noticed that with my personal development perspective, I've been getting kind of light bulb moments and aha moments and intuition from the maths equations. And one of the ones that I want to share with you, the lessons basically tell you about the rules of maths. And one of the lessons was that there is absolute value when it comes to mathematics. So whether a number is positive or negative, the absolute value is the same. And I thought that that was pretty profound because you have so much value, whether or not you believe it. So whether you've got a positive or a negative slant to your own capacities, your value is the same regardless of your perspective of it. And I thought that was so profound. I thought about that for at least a few minutes. And then The other rule was that subtracting a negative is the same as adding a positive. And I was thinking about that in terms of personal growth and development and in life and even in business, you know, sometimes, yes, we need to remove the past. Sometimes we need to remove the negatives, but other times we just need to add more positive things and more positive experiences. And this is something that I teach in my courses. You know, we teach, I teach and the students all learn techniques to enhance positive memories from people's past. So we do processes where we actually regress back to positive, powerful past states like confident, powerful, loved, times when you felt like you could have it all. And we access those within the neurology so that they become the things that you filter for. Because in life, so often for protection, our subconscious mind will present the negative experiences from the past because we need resolution on them. They're almost like open files or open tabs on your computer. And so what people tend to find is that when they think of their past, they think of more of the negative things. Whereas if you start focusing on more of the positive things that have happened in your past, that's equally as healing. So, you know, it's been a really fun journey. And I've noticed even in the way that I think, I'm starting to think of new possibilities and new options. So I'm starting to use more of that that logical, mathematical sense within me just after doing, you know, a few hours this week of maths, basic online tutoring, it's opened up new neural pathways. And can I tell you how empowering it is? So the the thing that I really wanted to communicate and the reason I'm talking about all of this is because sometimes we actually have changed so much, but we don't give ourselves the opportunity to demonstrate how much we've changed. So I could have probably sat down and and done some mathematical equations five years ago and I would have had a similar result and I would have had a similar experience. But because I had those beliefs, those limitations that I wasn't good at maths, I was blocking myself from even being able to demonstrate that it wasn't true. 
And so I encourage you to think about, well, what are some of the areas in your life and some of the the ways that you've maybe stopped yourself from doing things? Is it dancing? Is it music? Is it logic? Is it languages? Is it what are the things that you've struggled with maybe in even the schooling system that you've shut down within yourself? And if you started expanding some of those, what would that open up? And to some people, they would probably think, well, why are you learning maths? What's that got to do with anything you're doing? But actually, how we do anything in life is how we do everything. And so if I've been blocking this particular way of thinking and and blocking that, it's actually been blocking my capacity to focus on numbers and financials and you know different things like that not not that I haven't but it hasn't been uh, as passionate as I could be and I'm already starting to feel much more passionate about it because I can understand now what it's doing and and the difference in how I'm thinking and feeling just about it is so empowering knowledge is definitely power um, and when you can prove to yourself you know that you're able to change things that you didn't once realize it's it's always it's always a thrill right <laughs> always learning so you know, that leads me to my kind of next point that I wanted to cover this week, which is that we are at a real time of change in the world. We're at a time where people are being called to step up, to stand up, to rise above, to take action, to make change and to be brave. This is what is being asked of us all right now. And there are a lot of people who want change. They want that successful business. They want you know, uh, all sorts of different things. People will look at even what I've created and they'll think, oh, I want that. But but they're not willing to get uncomfortable. They're not willing to put in the work of what needs to actually happen to get that change or that result that they want. And so even something as simple as people saying that they want to learn skills to change, but they won't commit to seven days or they won't commit to whatever it takes financially, mentally, emotionally, physically to actually create that change, be it weight loss, you know, are you committed to that? Be it financial change, what are you committed to about that? And so many people, when it comes to finances, they'll say things like, well, I can't afford that, rather than a reframe and an opportunity way of phrasing, well, how can I afford that? And thinking of all of the options and choices. And so this is where it's kind of dovetailing into what I've just talked about, is that is that we can have blocks and limitations in our thinking and they block and limit all of the possible opportunities that are literally staring us in the face. And if we just asked, some people, they will say that they want to do something and they will think of all the reasons why they can't before they've even asked the question, before they've even pondered what could be possible. So there are three requisites to making change that I teach about in my trainings. And the first is that you've got to make the shift at the internal level. So you've got to reframe something in your mentality. You've got to clear a block in your unconscious. You've got to do the inner work. You have to create some form of change in your inner world. But then the next step is you need to create change in your outer world. You need to take action. And a lot of people just think that they can change the inner world and they don't need to take any action in the outer world, but it's a cooperative flow. It's that that masculine feminine balance, you know, the feminine side of us trusts, the masculine side plans and takes action. And so are you sitting more in one than the other? And what would happen if you started flowing both of those in together? 
So the first is to do the internal work, is to create the change. The second is to do the external work, is to take some form of action. So if I changed that limiting belief about maths, but I never sat down and did some equations, I wouldn't have taken the action to know that that internal work had changed. People who work on clearing limiting beliefs or negative emotions, say anger, for example, if they don't take action in the external world to the next time they feel anger, stand up for themselves and express themselves, then of course that change isn't going to be implemented. And the third step is for us to stay at cause, which really means staying in the driver's seat, knowing that you are ultimately responsible for your life the day you realize that you are responsible for your life. And you need to be in that driver's seat of staying at cause, of knowing that you are responsible for all of the results that you get in your life. And that's an empowering thing to realize because when you realize you're in the driver's seat, you take your power back. When you blame external people, situations, circumstances for the results in your life, then you lose your beautiful power and you give that power to everyone else in your life. So Those are the three requisites for change so that if you do want to make change, yes, sometimes things are going to be challenging. And rather than saying, I don't think I can, if you really want something badly enough, you need to ask yourself, well, how can I? And maybe this obstacle, maybe this challenge is the very thing that if I overcome it, it's going to help me to create all of the rest of the change that I want to in my life. You know, I am so honored to be surrounded by people who are rising up and stepping up and making change. We've got over 30 students in our master practitioner training that's starting next month, and that is the biggest group that we've ever had. They're about to embark on a four-month journey of diving even deeper. So they're doing 16 days of live training to learn advanced coaching skills and to show up and play a bigger game in this world, and that excites me so much. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I have people who who can't even commit to showing up for themselves for a, a free workshop or a afternoon goal setting event. And they'll make all the excuses why they can't make something like that happen. And so I'm not blaming those people. I'm urging those people. If you're sitting in your excuses, now is not the time. The world does not need more people to hold back. The world needs you to stand up, to show up, to give in more ways than you ever had. Because it's those people who are getting rid of the the excuses. It's those people who are saying, do you know what? This is challenging, but I'm going to step into it anyway. It's those people that are getting the results. It's those people who are getting the outcomes. And so if you're not getting the results that you want in your life, I urge you to look at how much are you in the driver's seat and how much are you living from a place of blame and excuses Or how much are you saying, I own this and I'm stepping into this. And yes, it's challenging. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's putting things out there that I don't even know what I'm going to get back. It's it's all of that uncertainty and just rising into it and trusting it. So that's what's going to help us to create a new future and a new outcome for, for us all. So that's what the evolution of this world is really needing without getting too metaphysical. Um, you know, this world is changing and we need you all to be changing and evolving with it. So open up to change and maybe, as I mentioned, have a look through well, what were some of the subjects at school even that challenged you? You know, the schooling system is is quite powerful at, at causing us to shut down elements within ourselves. And I encourage you to open those up and maybe the, those will be the blocks that will unlock the next path. Um, 
I'm learning piano at the moment. I'm learning maths. Next step is to start learning a new language. I don't, I'm not fluent in another language, but that's definitely another, another step in the process. And I've, um, I've heard a lot of people say that, that learning a new language is like opening up a, a whole new level of understanding of the world. And, um, and so I'm excited for that chapter too. So always learning, always growing, always evolving. And, um, and that's what I think keeps, keeps life amazing and interesting and fun. So, uh, I'm just sending you the biggest hug. I know that it was quite a powerful podcast this week. It felt like it, it needed to be that. And um, and I'm excited for you, for your future, for the fact that out of all the things you could have listened to and tuned into, this is what you've given your energy and attention and focus to. Remember, where focus goes, energy flows. And what you have just focused yourself on is going to start to shift some things in your life. And I'm excited for that for you. So as always, sending you a big hug. If you're about the place in South Australia, I've got a midweek mini retreat happening on the 19th of November, Tuesday night from 6 to 8. I've got my annual goal setting workshop, which is starting in January the 5th on, um, in the afternoon. Links to that are in, my, um, in, in all my links and on my website. And I've obviously got trainings happening in the new year as well. I have a Sunshine Coast training happening at the end of April and an Adelaide training happening the first week of June. So get in touch if you'd like more details on any of that and you're ready to step up and, and step into a, a new a new future for you and to get rid of those things that have been potentially holding you back. So sending you all so much love. Have an amazing week and let me know how you went. Send me through an email. Let me know what your thoughts are after this week's podcast and anything that might have rattled around in you in this episode and share it with a friend who maybe needs to hear it and to open up to some new potentials and opportunities as well. Have a beautiful week and thank you for your time. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.